Hi Glenridge, it's Josh here. I hope you're all doing well. Um, my devotion this morning is actually inspired by the Doozy Canoe Marathon, which happened this last weekend. And for those of you who don't know, the Doozy Canoe Marathon is a three-day, 120-kilometer paddling race that takes place in KZN every year, and you paddle from Peter Maritzburg down to the Umgani River mouth in Durban over three days. And uh, my Sarah, my wife's family, are avid doozy paddlers and her dad has done 31 doozies sarah herself's done two doozies and sarah's grandpa tony was one of the pioneers of the doozy back in the early 70s where um he was one of the first guys to to do the doozy and um this year was a special year because tony became the oldest man to ever paddle the doozy at the age of 80 years and nine months and um it was a very very special moment for the family and for the whole doozy and paddling fraternity and um what i've entitled this uh devotion is let's be like steve and um steve is mark one of mark's best friends who's also a paddler and uh, a day before the doozy started steve said to mark listen i'm paddling in a single canoe this year and i'm going to paddle alongside you guys the whole way and um and that's much easier said than done over 120 kilometers where it's so easy to get separated but uh, Steve was true to his word and so he forfeit his race and getting a good time for his race to support Mark and Tony um, on their three days and for Tony it was an incredible incredibly tough three days you know at 80 years nine months you're not quite as strong as you once were but Steve was there along every step of the way to help uh, there were times where they'd get to a portage which is where you have to take your boat out of the river you have to run over a mountain with your boat on your back down back to the river and then put the boat back in and carry on paddling and Steve would take his boat run all the way to the end of the portage put his boat down run back take the boat from Tony and help help him with the portage and help him over all the obstacles that he had to climb there were times where Mark and Tony would get stuck in a rapid and Tony at one point Tony was actually pinned against a rock with water literally pouring into his mouth and over his head and he he couldn't do anything and Steve was there in a single boat just to nudge the boat off the rock and let them carry on and there were two or three big moments where Mark and Tony's race would have been over the boat would have broken and they could have potentially been very very injured but Steve was there just to add a helping hand there or add a helping hand here and both Mark and Tony will be the first to tell you that they would not have finished the doozy without Steve Steve was an integral part to them finishing the doozy and um, they couldn't have done it without him and yet when they came into the finish line and everyone was cheering for them there was press there there were cameras there there were interviewers there to interview Mark and Tony because Tony was the oldest man to finish the doozy and you know the interviewers came and the press and all of the celebration and all of the press was there for Mark and Tony having finished and Steve sort of just idled into the finish where he was hugged by friends and family but he wasn't the center of attention he never got all the press he never got all of the the fame he's not going to be the one on the front line of the news um and his name won't go down in history as tony's will or mark's will as being part of the pair that finished with tony being the oldest man ever to have completed the doozy and yet Steve was such an integral part of it and without him they never would have finished. And while I'm sure Mark and Tony in their interviews definitely paid tribute to him, he definitely 
is not the frontline center name that, that everyone's talking about after the doozy. And I was so encouraged by that and so like taken aback by that because he did all of that. He selflessly served his friend and his friend's dad for three days and helped them achieve something amazing with, with he knew he, you know, he was forfeiting his race really. And, um, and he wasn't going to get any fame or any recognition for it. And yet he did it. And it was such a good reminder. And that's what the kingdom, that's what God calls us to do actually. And I was just reading in the gospels and there's so many scriptures where Jesus says, you know, when you pray, pray in a quiet place where no one can hear you and then your rewards will be in heaven. You know, the Pharisees were all about praying out loud and getting as much recognition as they could. And Jesus said, no, 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 that's not what we're here to do. We're here to, in the background, quietly pray and be diligent and not seek the glory for ourselves. And then Jesus will honor us one day when we go to heaven. And even in this series we're doing at church about fruitfulness and about sowing your seed in the quiet and about just being, uh, my dad Paul preached this last week about just being consistent and patient. And I think it's such a good reminder that we just, we just need to do what we need to do in the background, not be trying to get all the recognition, not be doing it for the fame or the glory or the pedestal. But just to love Jesus in the small things and serve others and lay down our lives for others in the background with no expectation of, of any glory or any fame. And that's how God's kingdom is going to be built and that's how the world's going to be changed. And so on this Tuesday, let's be more like Steve. Amen.